0: However, and wherever you listen to Vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Sometimes it feels as though things in life are tearing us apart. But let me ask you, are you torn between this life and the next? Are you torn between living a full life here and now and spending eternity with Jesus. Because if you're not, you should be. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to A Different Perspective as we kick off a brand new series of messages called Merchants of Hope. Great to be starting a new series on a subject that pretty much all of us are really interested in, hope. I don't know how much you've thought about this, but having hope for the future is fundamental. Our well being today. Think about it. If you don't have any hope to look forward to, if you have no hope for the future, then you and your life are what we call hopeless. And hopelessness, if you've ever been there, is the place where people start thinking about taking their own lives because they've got nothing left to live for. The future looks so bleak that we come to the conclusion well, what's the point? I once read a book about a Holocaust survivor, Viktor Frankl and he makes the point so powerfully when he recalls an experience from a concentration camp. Have a listen to what he writes. The prisoner who has lost faith in the future, his future, was doomed. With the loss of belief in his future, he also lost his spiritual hold. He let himself decline and became subject to mental and physical decay. Usually, this happened quite suddenly in the form of a crisis, the symptoms of which were familiar to the experienced camp inmate. We all feared this moment, not for ourselves, which would have been pointless, but for our friends. Usually it began with a prisoner refusing one morning to get dressed and washed and to go out on the parade ground. No entreaties, no blows, no threats had any effect. He just lay there hardly moving. If the crisis was brought about by an illness, he refused to be taken to the sick bay or to do anything to help himself. He simply gave up, and there he remained lying in his own excrement, and nothing bothered him anymore. What, what, what a devastating picture of hopelessness. But a lack of hope in our lives takes many different forms. Sometimes it's not quite as desperate as that. It's just that we have this this numbness because we're so buried in the minutia. We worry about this and that. We worry about, well, we worry about just about everything, really. I saw a great quote the other day on Twitter that went something like this. Worry is nothing more than your imagination creating negative visions of the future. It's true, isn't it? We create all these negative snapshots of how things could turn out as though that's any way to live your life. Hope is the complete opposite of that. Hope is about creating positive snapshots. It's about a vision in our heads and our hearts of having a life that's worth living. And the sort of hope that God's into is the sort that makes a powerful difference in the good times and in the bad We don't find it particularly difficult to have hope for the future when things are going pretty well. The time we struggle is when things aren't going well. And it's right in that place that God wants to pour His hope into your life and mine. Romans 12, 12. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be consistent in prayer. Did you pick that? God's hope is right in there, in the mix, next to butted up against tribulation a word which in its original Greek language literally means to have the life squeezed out of you. So when you're being squeezed and crushed, when it feels like your life is draining out of you, it's right there that God plans to give you hope. Our our problem is that the hope that we're all too often looking for is way too short-sighted. We hope that the pain will go away. We hope that the thing that's causing us grief will go away. Not next month, not even next week, not even tomorrow. We want it fixed now. It doesn't always work that way. I can't tell you the number of letters and emails I receive from people who've been suffering for a long time. Some of them a lifetime. And they want to know what the blazers has got up to. How can I possibly have the hope that you're talking about? Those are eminently reasonable questions for you and me to be asking. So let's lift our gaze and take a much bigger, much more expansive view of the sort of hope that God has for each one of us today. Let's have a listen to the Apostle Paul, who was going through his own tribulations on death row in a Roman dungeon. This comes from Philippians chapter 1 in the New Testament, verses 18 to 26. Yeah, and I will continue to rejoice, writes Paul, for I know that through your prayers and the help of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, This will turn out for my deliverance. It is my eager expectation and hope that I will not be put to shame in any way, that by my speaking with all boldness, Christ will be exalted now as always in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, living is Christ and dying is gain. If I am to live in the flesh, that means fruitful labour for me, and I don't know which one I prefer. See, I'm hard-pressed between the two. My desire is to depart and be with Christ, for that's far better. But to remain in the flesh is more necessary for you. Since I am convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with all of you for your progress and joy in faith, so that I may share abundantly in your boasting in Christ Jesus when I come to you again. So much hope does Paul have in the eternity that he's going to spend with Jesus that instead of panicking about the consequences of being on death row, he's actually torn, not between this and that in life, but between continuing in this life or moving on to the next. Now, just stop and think about that there for a minute. Take a deep breath. Let it sink in. Paul had so wrapped his heart and his mind around the amazing eternity he's going to spend in the presence of God with Jesus forever and ever and ever, he's completely torn between finishing the course that God set for him here on this planet and letting it come to an early end so that he can be with Jesus. Wow. So let me ask you this question. How different would your perspective on life be if you had that sort of hope filling your heart right now, tomorrow, the next day? Well, that's precisely why we're talking about this hope, the certain hope that we have in Jesus Christ for all eternity, in this series that I've called Merchants of Hope. Why have I called this series Merchants of Hope? Well, quite simply for this reason, because not only is every man, woman and child who believes in Jesus called to be filled with the same hope of eternity that Paul had, not only is it meant to make a powerful difference in our lives, it's meant to impact the people around us. Look at the needy people around here, your family, your neighbours, your friends, your workmates. Look at how many of them are struggling with this and that, how many of them are desperately in need of a real hope in a real future today. Have a listen to Paul again, Romans 15, verse 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Just picture a life, your life, abounding in hope, abounding, flooded, overflowing with so much hope that you can't contain it, with so much hope that it flows into the hearts and the lives of the people around you, with so much hope that eventually they want to know what you're on. Because they want some of it too. I believe that every Christ follower is called to be a merchant of hope, someone who shines the light of hope into the hearts of others. Because when they discover the hope that we have in our hearts, they'll discover the one who put it there. Am I right? But before they can discover the hope that Jesus has for them, we ourselves need to be abounding in hope. Well, that's what this series of messages over the next few weeks is all about. I believe that Jesus, the Jesus who died for you and rose again to bring you a new life, wants you to be abounding in hope, torn between this life and the next. I believe it's time to stop being so myopic and short-sighted in our hope and wrap our hearts around the eternity that Jesus has planned for us. Are you ready? Life these days can be tough. And as we pedal hard just to make it through each day, it's just so easy to lose sight of the hope, I mean the rock-solid certain hope for the future that we have in Christ and Christ alone. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of my latest life application booklet, More Hope Than You Can Ever Imagine. See, God's Word is alive and active. Amen? So I'm praying that he'll help you through this booklet to live every moment of every day in abundant hope. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send it straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415.